Baker Podcast Maker, the food podcast series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy, from recipe favourites to biscuit chat. So, Brooke, welcome to the podcast. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi everyone, I'm Cook It With Brit, but also known as Brit or Brittany. Um, I am a food blogger, which I started during lockdown, didn't we all? Um, I live in Lincoln, but I'm originally Welsh and I've got two rabbits and a hamster. <laughs> Love that. Thanks for that. They're so cute, they're like my children. <laughs> they are, they're fur children. Yeah, definitely. And the links to Brit's food blog will be in the description. So wherever you find your description box, please check it out. So what did you have for supper last night? This is a bit of a sore subject because I had a Tesco finest mac and cheese in my fridge waiting for me. And lo and behold, it was out of date. No. So I was, Yeah, I was so, so sad about it. So as you do, you end up ordering mcdonald's on delivery so yeah it's not exciting and i was really sad about my mac and cheese but everyone loves the mcdonald's right what's your mackie's order oh see i normally go for a chicken legend meal Hmm. and i normally go for the cool mayo but last night they didn't have any i think last night just was not my night so i ended up with a chicken muck sandwich or much chicken sandwich whatever they're called and it was still good but i do usually prefer the um the chicken burgers from mcdonald's what's your go-to my go-to uh chicken selects and chips with sour cream and chive dip nice nice oh, yeah. <laughs> i Oh, get yourself a McDonald's after this. Treat yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, maybe. I'll let you know if I have one later in the week. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what was your favourite kind of food while you were growing up? So... While I was growing up, I lived with my dad on my own for a bit. Um, So he always used to cook dinners. And I think my favourite food was his stir fries. And I think it's because we used to cook them together in the kitchen. And then he'd like whack the spoon against the wok and pretend he was in China. It's really funny and weird. Um, But that always brings back good memories for me. So I think it's stir fry. Or he used to make a really good cottage pie as well. So those two were my two foods that I always looked forward to. Classics. Love that. Yeah. Good hearty meals. Definitely. Okay, so what is your current favourite kind of food? I'm such a foodie because I love all kinds of food. But I'm such a sucker for roast dinners. Anytime I see a roast dinner advert or someone mentions roast dinner to me, I just crave a roast dinner until I get one. (laughs) I just love them. I think they're the best invention that comes out of, like, Britain. (laughs) And what kind of roast is your fave? Oh, I love a lamb roast. I love a lamb roast dinner, yeah. Every Christmas, we don't usually have a traditional turkey Christmas dinner. We will always have a lamb roast dinner. Always, without a doubt. Interesting. Yeah. In the slow cooker too, so it's like really bougie. I love it. <laughs> love that. <laughs> okay, so what kind of food do you used to dislike, but now you do like? I'm not really that much of a picky eater, so there's only a handful of foods that I don't like, but... I think, I don't know if this is the same with you, it just seems to be the case throughout everyone's childhood. If you went round your nan's for your dinner, she'd always put something on your plate that you didn't like, but she'd force you to eat it. And one of the foods that I hated, and she always used to pile on my plate, was cabbage. (laughs) And I think, fair play to her, because now I can deal with cabbage. I wouldn't say it's my favourite, and I wouldn't opt, like I wouldn't go to a shop and buy some, but I could eat cabbage if it, if it was on my plate. So I think I have to thank my nan for that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in the, the rule in my household, 
including whenever we went to my granny's, it was you eat everything that's on your plate unless, and if you don't, you don't get pudding. So I have Yes, to. that was the rule literally, I swear, in everyone's household. Was there any particular food that she always used to put on your plate that you just despised? Um, well, even to this day, every Christmas, even though I still don't like them at the ripe age of 22, um, Brussels sprouts, I have to eat one every year still. Oh, no. I knew you were going to say that. I bloody love <laughs> Brussels sprouts. They are so good. Well, and I don't think they should even just be a Christmas food. They need to be an all-year-round thing. You can have them now, I think. Yeah, you, you can. can. They are in shops. But they're just associated with Christmas, aren't they? Yeah, but I think you could have them for your roasts before Christmas as well. Yes, yeah. Just treat yourself. My partner doesn't like Brussels sprouts either, so (laughs) I buy a bag and then I probably end up eating the whole bag in about two days. (laughs) Good effort. Yeah. (laughs) And that goes on perfectly to my next question. What is your current favourite vegetable? I think my favourite, I'm torn. I'm torn between two. Mushrooms, I absolutely love mushrooms. And they are without a doubt on almost every single meal that we have. Um, We've always, always got mushrooms in the fridge because I just love them. And I even like to eat them raw. I don't know if that's weird, but I just love raw mushrooms. (laughs) So raw or cooked mushrooms is out there. But then I also love a potato. It's so versatile. You can do anything with it. So it's a toss up between those two. But I think if I had to pick one and the other one, say, went into like non-existence. Oh, God, I don't know, because I love crisps as well. But I think I don't question on yourself. I didn't even say that. I think I'm going to have to save the mushroom and just forget about crisps. (laughs) Oh, no, is that the wrong decision? (laughs) I don't know. It's your decision. Oh, God. Do you like mushrooms? No, but I'm a picky eater. I eat them when they're in things. So, yeah, when they're in a meal. But when they're the star of the thing, I'm a bit like, okay. Oh, God, I I love a stuffed mushroom for a star. (laughs) Fair enough. Okay, so in your opinion, what is an overrated food? Definitely avocado. Definitely avocado or olives as well. I hate olives. Don't see the point in them. Just eat a bag of salt. (laughs) (laughs) No offence to olives and avocados. (laughs) Do you like olives at all or absolutely not? No, absolutely not. I Every couple of years, I'll force myself to try and eat one just to see. Because I know olives are like, you you don't like them at one point in your life and then you end up loving them later on or it's like the reverse order. But I just, I can't do it. Every time I've tried, I just cannot. <laughs> see, this is where we differ because I love salt. Um, so uh, both when you said, why don't you just eat a bag of salt? I do. <laughs> I love olives, but I also love super sour salt and vinegar crisps. Oh, no. See, I don't like vinegar. I do like salt and vinegar crisps, but if I went to a chippy and had vinegar, I just, no, they ruin the chips for me. And I think when cooking, I don't really use salt in any of my meals. Really? So I don't know, maybe I've got a weird weird thing against salt. No, you're probably just healthier than me. <laughs> I love well, salt. I, don't know. <laughs> I love salt. Do you put salt in everything? Not everything, but I do I don't like over season anything, but I do add salt when it's needed. But I love um salt and vinegar crisps. <laughs> So much so that the ones that I like the best are Tesco's own. And everyone else in my household says that it burns their mouth. And I'm like, this is great. <laughs> you normally find that the own brands, they have a lot more flavour. Yeah. Maybe not the prawn cocktail ones. They are a bit stingy on those. Mm. But all the other flavours, they are much stronger than if you say grab a Walker's bag or McCoy's. Yeah. 
Agreed. But yeah, I love the salt and vinegar chipsticks. Really? Yeah, they're they're a good level of saltiness and vinegariness. Okay, <laughs> we'll agree on that. <laughs> okay, and what oh. do you think is an underrated food? Um, I think roasted chestnuts. This one was a really hard one. Um, yeah. And I have this weird thing where I like to have a slice of bread with pickled onion juice on. But I thought, mm, I can't really say that's underrated because that's just a bit of a weird food combo that I've got. <laughs> so I thought I'd go with res- roasted chestnuts because they're just so amazing. They are. They That's also Christmas related in my brain. So Yeah. Yeah, well, it's really annoying because I love Christmas time because I stock up, but mm. then throughout the rest of the year, cannot find them anywhere. They're like yeah. gold dust. It's so disappointing. Now I really want roasted chestnuts. I know, same. <laughs> but do you not well, put both... salt on those, or do you? Salt on those? Do you not put salt on them after they've just been in the fire? No. Okay, well, you need to try that. Oh my goodness, okay. That well, might maybe be a game not changer. if you don't like salt. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What do they, do you think they put salt in them at the Christmas markets? Yeah. Oh, okay, well then, yes, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's made me feel really festive now. Oh, I love Christmas, it's so good. Oh, me too. Proper elf over here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so who is your current favourite chef? Um, I'm going to be really, really basic and say Gordon Ramsay, only because I love his TV shows as well. Um, But then Gino DeCampo is just hilarious because he can't say certain foods and that's just brilliant. And you always see him on this morning and there's always like outtakes of him just not being able to pronounce things properly. And I just think he's a great guy. But those two, yeah, I think they're my favourite chefs. Have you seen the road trip with the three of them? No, it's on my list because I do enjoy Fred as well on his, um, what's that dating show called? First date. First date. Yeah, that's the one. He's good on that. And those as a trio are really good. It's They're so all funny. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch it. Maybe I'll start tonight. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, so what was the last cookbook or recipe you enjoyed using? Um, we've been doing Gusto boxes lately and they're mm-hmm. always really quite good to follow. Um, and there was this really nice one where I did a herb crusted pork chop with homemade Ooh. apple sauce and a garlic infused gravy. And that was just delicious. Sounds amazing. Yeah. I mean, garlic infused gravy, whoever invented that is a genius. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but then I also love the BBC Good Food website and I've got a couple of their cookbooks and I particularly enjoy the slow cooker one. And in oh, there yeah. they've got a really good Lancashire hot pot recipe for the slow cooker and that is just so tasty as well. It's a proper hearty meal. I'm still yet to join the slow cooker trend, but... Oh no, you're frozen. Oh, you're back. I froze, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I think no, I was saying, okay. I think I was saying that I haven't I haven't joined everyone on a slow cookie yet, but everyone keeps telling me I need one. Yeah, I think you need to add it to your Christmas list this year. <laughs> if they're so good. Although I know you can leave them when you leave the house, you can leave them cooking for eight hours, but I've just not earned that trust yet. I no, always scares me. Like, yeah, it scares me as well. Like anything could go wrong. Um, <laughs> so we normally do a slow cooker Sunday. Oh, good plan. Yeah, and that's always really nice not to do anything in the evening other than dish up the food. Yeah. But yeah, I would totally invest in one. They are quite good. To be fair, I'll probably go home and my mother's got a spare one, so. Yeah, well, there we are. Take that and then have another Christmas present. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now for the controversial question. Yeah, I'm ready. Which is your favourite ring on the hob? Back right every time. And why? 
it's convenient. You're not going to tip it over with it being on the front. You're not going to, if you lean in to taste anything, the flame from the hob is not going to burn you. Because I once been a hole in my dressing gown no. by cooking on the front hob, yeah. <laughs> that was a bit traumatic, but it was okay. <laughs> the dressing gown lived on. Um, and I'm also right-handed as well. So I feel like on the right, it's just easier to, you know, find your way about the pan. What's yours? Right, so I'm currently in a shared flat. And at the moment, I'm going to do a cop-out. I'm going to say two. So um, my two are the back left, because it's safe, and I won't knock anything off. But then when I'm in a hurry, because it's way, it's like massive, yeah. it's the front right. Oh, oh, that would give me a bit of anxiety cooking on that with it being in the front. Yeah, but I make sure the saucepan handle is like facing the, the... I'm doing a really weird... Listeners, I'm doing a weird <laughs> arm movement. But basically, it's not in the way of me knocking it over. Because if anyone's met me, I'm very accident prone. So I take all precautions... So is the handle like facing the splashback? Yes. So it's out the way. Yeah. Yeah. That if I have to use one of the front rings, I do do that that as well. So yeah. Yeah. And I do also use the back left occasionally if I need two rings on. I'll my main. So if I've got a pasta dish, the main filling will be on the back right, and then the pasta yeah. will be on the back. I like that level of detail. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, now for the final meal questions. Okay, hit me. It's your final meal ever. You have no boundaries on how much you can eat. What will you be having and why? So what is your starter or starters of choice? <laughs> I love this question. I always call it the death row question. And I always ask everyone that I meet, what their death row meal is I just think it's such a fab question and I've thought about this for a few years now so my starters because I'm not going to get full or anything because it's your last meal you know push the boat out I am going to have a baked camembert flavoured with garlic and rosemary or garlic and thyme I'm not picky as long as there's garlic in there um, that will come with a really nice, freshly baked, crusty roll or baguette. Let's just go out there. Let's have a full French baguette. Yeah. Um, and then I'll probably move on to a stuffed mushroom vibe, just filled with like garlic again. Why not? I'm not going to be kissing anyone because I'm about to die. So garlic, <laughs> cheese, bacon, the lot. Just stuff the mushroom with it. I'll have that and then I'll probably just have one more and I'm really enjoying arancini balls at the moment they're just so tasty so I think they would be my three starters of choice well thank yeah. you for that and what drink are you having with your starters mm, I'm probably gonna go for this is really boring but a glass of water with ice and a straw because I can't really drink drinks with ice in. It's so weird. I just hate it. You know, when the ice falls down the cup at your face. Yeah. That just does my head in. <laughs> um, and then probably a nice cold can of Coke just to start me off. Yeah. Solid choices. Thanks. I've worked hard. <laughs> okay, so what are you having for your main or mains of choice? Oh, my God. So it's got to be a roast lamb dinner. Yeah. got to be. And what's All on the it? all the trimmings so I'm gonna go for roast potatoes and mashed potato because why not I might even throw some dauphinoise potatoes in there as well because they're tasty yeah I would like some Sweden carrot mash to go with my mashed potatoes <laughs> a lot of mash going on Good. Brussels sprouts um I want or would like sorry um broccoli and cauliflower cheese um sweet corn peas but you know the nando's peas that are flavored with mint and like chili i'll yeah. have them they're so good um brussels sprouts have i said that probably yeah. but basically all the trimmings stuff in the lot but i hate yorkshire puddings really? so i don't want any of that oh god yeah they're awful i like pancakes 
And I know that's a question. Yeah, it's so weird. I like pancakes, but I hate Yorkshire puddings. Um, I also hate parsnips, so I don't want those on my plate. Okay. I might even have some cabbage as well, just to make my nan happy. (laughs) But yeah, all the trimmings on that roast dinner. (laughs) Um, And then I'll also go for a really nice mac and cheese with breadcrumbs on top. Always. But I'd like the seven fried chicken breadcrumbs or the seven fried breadcrumbs. Um, but also cheesy Doritos crushed up on top as well. They are banging. They're Great banging. idea. Yeah. To use those as a breadcrumb are so good. Um, and then another main meal. I love a beef stew. Yeah. That's just so nice. And it, it's very similar to a roast dinner, but, you know, why not? You only live once. You have to have it all. Exactly. Uh, so good. Oh, and also... No, I think that's it. Um, no. no, I don't know. Maybe a spag bowl on the side, you know, just in case. Just in Always. case I want a pasta dish, yeah. You have to have a pasta dish, or even if it's like a creamy one, I'll have a creamy pasta dish. Oh, I know what I'll have, sorry. <laughs> God, I apologise, I'm loving this. <laughs> so I like a creamy pasta dish with salmon and broccoli but the creaminess comes from the garlic and herb philly sauce or like a garlic and herb or borsan that mm. melted in with that pasta yeah that's what I'm having I'll take those four meals <laughs> no judgment when I have my episode everyone will know how greedy I am yeah <laughs> I know are you going to give us a sneak peek I do every episode I swear every time <laughs> I give something away does it, do your answers change though on each episode? Yeah. Oh God! Okay. I have a running total. I have a notes page where I just write everything that I'd like, and every time I think of something else. So my episode is going to just be like, "You are greedy." I'm like, "Yes, I know." That's why there has to be no limits. Yeah, there'll be like an hour of you just talking about your death row meal. <laughs> I'm no. here for it. I can't wait to hear that. <laughs> So come back for the 100th episode. Yeah, I will. I'll set a reminder on my phone. <laughs> Any other mains? No, I think that's all good for the mains. Okay, and what drink are you having with your mains? Hmm. So I've got quite a variety of meals where some would probably suit a red wine, some would probably suit a white wine. So I'm just going to mix it up and have a cocktail instead. Okay, good. Yeah, I would have a strawberry mojito. That's refreshing, quite light. I mean, I know you can't get full, but it'll just be refreshing after all that food. Love that. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Okay, so what do you have for your side or sides of choice? Oh my goodness, okay. So... For my sides, I would have some sweet potato fries, um, onion rings. Everyone loves onion rings. Sometimes places do like a mac and cheese side. So I'd yeah. probably have the mac and cheese side, even though I've just had a full portion at main. But, you know, why not? No judgment. Um, I agree. Yeah. And I would probably also have some duck gyozas. Yes. Because just delicious. Um, what else is there? I do enjoy prawns sometimes, but they have to be like quite chunky. I don't like those little ones that you get in prawn cocktails. They have to be big ones. The way you have to pull off the head, you know, those king prawns. But yeah. they'll be shelled and everything for me. <laughs> yeah, we don't like, want to be messing around with that. No, we haven't got time for that. <laughs> Um, so king prawns in garlic and chilli because garlic and chilli is just the best combo um, and I think that's it for sides maybe some tender stem broccoli you know how you get in waggers and they like do it in chilli and garlic again and yeah. I love tender stem broccoli it's so tasty I love broccoli so. it's so nice isn't it I think that's probably underrated as well, you know, thinking back to that question, because a lot of people I know don't like broccoli. Really? Yeah, honestly, they're weirdos. (laughs) No offence to any listeners who don't like broccoli. (laughs) 
I'm judging you a little bit, not going to lie. Do you like broccoli? I love... No, I'm judging listeners that don't like broccoli. Oh, oh that's... I think you meant judging Sorry. me. I was back no, I'm not judging you. I had, I had broccoli at supper today. Oh, broccoli is just the best. Which do you Wait. prefer, though? The floret or the 10-stem broccoli? Both. Mm, yeah. I can't because I, I eat both all the time. Yeah. I think they're, they're good for certain dishes. Mm. Like the florets are good in pasta dishes, but the ten stem broccoli is good in like stir fries or to have. Oh God, how have I missed this out? I'd also have a steak for my main meal. Yeah, and I was yeah. gonna say that you would have ten stem broccoli on the side with a steak. But yeah, I mean broccoli is just delicious. Yeah, broccoli for the win. Yeah. Any other side? Um, I think that is okay for sides. Okay, and what drink are you having with your sides? Hmm, I will have probably another strawberry mojito. Strong choice. Yeah, we'll carry on with that. Keep being refreshed, still tasty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what are you having for your pudding or puddings of choice? Right, okay, so my all-time favourite pudding are profiteroles. They're so good with some chocolate sauce drizzled over them as well. But then I also love custard slices. So I'd also have a custard slice. And I don't know if you remember, but Greg's used to do a huge custard slice years ago. And then they discontinued it and changed it to a poxy little like vanilla slice. I'm really not over it. And it's been years. But I would Yeah. (laughs) I would have the big custard slice because, oh, God, I just love custard. Um, I'd also have a bowl of custard and banana because that's a classic. Um, Also rice pudding. I love a creamy rice pudding with some strawberry jam in. Um, And then I'd also probably have a, okay, there's two more. So I'd have a sticky toffee pudding, again, with custard. There's a lot of going on yeah so tasty and then the final dessert would be a white chocolate and raspberry cheesecake but it can't be baked I hate baked cheesecakes it's got to be one that's set in the fridge fair enough yeah they are my desserts (laughs) love those yeah and with the sticky toffee pudding is the custard cold or hot Oh, God, that's a question I've never been asked before. Surely it's See, the pudding will be hot. Yeah. I think I think the custard would be hot as well. I'm just trying to think to when I have it in restaurants. The custard always comes out hot. Okay. But with the banana and custard dessert, if the custard got a bit cold, I wouldn't mind. Okay. Yeah. I love the specifics of pudding. <laughs> No, I'd probably also throw in a bubblegum sundae as well because oh, I love really? bubblegum. Yeah, I think it's the best kind of ice cream. Any other puddings? Um, Maybe a Kinder Bueno bar. Yeah? That's my favourite chocolate bar, so that could probably finish off the lot. Good plan. Yeah. <laughs> and what drink are you having with your puddings? Okay, so I'm going to keep with the puddingy vibe and have... You know, a strawberry milkshake from McDonald's. It tastes mm. a bit like strawberry angel delight. Yeah. So I'd have one of those. So good. Um, and then I'd also probably have like a Kinder Bueno or Ferrero Rocher milkshake as well, just to go with that. Great yeah. plan. Yeah, two milkshakes. Why not? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so. Will you be partaking in a cheese board? Oh, 100%. I love What's cheese. What's on the dream cheese board? Okay, so you have your standard crackers. Yeah. But you can also get garlic crackers from Tesco. And I always get those at Christmas. So they're definitely going to be on there. And the little Ritz crackers as well. Um, I'll have a few meats on there, but I'm not overly bothered. It's mostly going to be cheese. But I'd have like pepperoni and salami, that kind of vibe. 
and then cheese we're gonna have like a mild cheddar we're gonna have a strong cheddar a red leicester edam love edam that's so good um i also like the cheese with the holes in what's that one called swiss cheese yeah i think it's trap cheese (laughs) i'm gonna have to look it up but there's a cheese that has holes in i know the one you're talking about but i can't remember the name right now Oh, it's always the case, isn't it? Always, exactly when you need it. Um, I think it is actually called Swiss cheese. I did think there was another name for it, but yeah, we'll have some Swiss cheese on that board. <laughs> um, we'll also have another camembert. We had one for starter, but we're going to finish off with that as well. I love a brie. Yes. Brie is so nice. Um, what else? Oh, I quite like a Mexican cheese. Yeah. That's quite tasty. Basically all the cheese apart from a blue cheese. Not a fan of that. Neither. Although I do like a blue cheese sauce. Yeah. I might have blue cheese, but not not one that's really strong and smelly. Yeah. Just like a tiny bit. Um, And then I also don't like the Wensleydale with... I'm sure you can get some with apricot in. That's a no from me. I'd eat the cranberry one. But yeah, basically, the board is going to be full of cheese. And then it's going to have some pickled onions on as well. Okay, now for my... I don't know if this is controversial, but I always ask this question if someone opts for a cheese board. Yeah. Do you put butter on the cracker before the cheese? No. What? No, not no. I normally have um, chutneys or Bramston pickles. They would also go on my cheese board. So I, I suppose, not having the butter, you're replacing it with the sauce from the Bramston pickle or the okay. chutney. Okay. But I don't know if I if I just ate a cracker with cheese, I still wouldn't put butter on. But then the cracker's really dry. Um. I'm not making you change your answer. I'm just confused. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose it is. If you, I think it it depends on the cracker. If you have one of the Jacobs Creeks plain crackers, I think that would need butter on, but only a thin layer. But then, if you have the garlic crackers or the Ritz crackers, they won't. They don't need butter because the flavour doesn't make them too dry. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. If you're having the ball run Jacob's Creek ones, then yeah, a tiny bit of butter. But the rest, just have like a red onion chutney or something. Delicious. Are you having <laughs> any bread with the cheese board? Um, If the camembert was baked again, then yes. But if not, no. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you for telling me your cheese choices. <laughs> that's okay. The list goes on. <laughs> I love my own heart. I love cheese. So good. The best invention, honestly. And what drink are you having to end the whole meal? Okay, so I'd probably have another cold can of Coke because that is just the best can out there, I think. Um, But then... This is your last ever drink that you're going to have. So I'd probably have a glass of Prosecco. Yeah. With a strawberry in. Or raspberry, either or. Or maybe two glasses of Prosecco, one with a strawberry, one with a raspberry. Yeah. I also have a really nice white Pinot Grigio. And then, I won't lie, I'd really like a strong builder's brew. You can't go wrong with a cup of tea, especially with the cheese board as well. So, yeah, they would be my final drinks of my lifetime. <laughs> Love that. Thank you for telling me your final meal. It was epic. <laughs> so much food. <laughs> There's no judgment from me. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Okay, so now for Biscuit of the Week. So what biscuits have you been eating this week? Okay, so it's been quite beige this week, but um, working in an office, we always have biscuits in the office because you have to have 11 Zs and then three o'clock Zs as well. But this week we've only had 
um, rich tea biscuits, but I don't eat them plain. They're just a Dunkin' biscuit. Yes. Yeah, I don't think you just grab a packet to eat on their own. They have to be dunked. <laughs> um, we've also had some custard creams. Strong choice. They're tasty. Um, and they're the only biscuits that we've eaten this week at work. And I don't normally have biscuits in the house. But I do enjoy a dark chocolate digestive as well. I think they're a bit better than the milk ones. Controversial. It is very controversial because a lot of people don't like dark chocolate. I know. I always find that strange. But yeah. each to their own. Yeah, each to their own. No judgment, although dark is better. <laughs> and what do you rate each of those out of 10? Okay, so a rich tea being dunked is a solid 8.5. On its own, it's probably about a 5.5. Yeah. A custard cream, again, being dunked, it's probably a solid 9. Yeah. Um, on its own, it's still probably quite high, probably like a good 8. And then a dark chocolate digestive being dunked in a tea is a 10 out of 10. And then on its own, I'd probably say a nine, a nine out of ten. Well, thank you for those. You knew biscuits could cause so much conversation. Always. You'll be surprised how many people feel passionately about biscuits. Well, this is a very controversial question. Is a Jaffa cake a biscuit or a cake? See, I would say it was a cake. However, they had that lawsuit, didn't they? Yeah. Like law case, um, didn't it turn out to be a biscuit? Yeah. Well, it's down the biscuit aisle, isn't it? It's not down the cake aisle. I know, but there's no biscuit part. I know. <laughs> I would call it a biscuit, but I do understand why people would believe it was a cake. I'd call it a biscuit, but it isn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we agree on that one. <laughs> And would you pick a digestive or a hobnob? Oh, digestive. I'm not a fan of hobnobs. Really? Yeah. I just feel like they just stay in your mouth too long. <laughs> After It's really weird, but I think because they're so crumbly, mm. I don't know, it's hard to explain, but I do think they just stay in your mouth too long. I guess because they're empty, aren't they? Yes, yeah. So they flake out, probably, yeah. But no, a digestive every time. Fun fact, I didn't have a digestive, not digestive, I didn't have a hobnob up until last year. Oh, my goodness. Because my mum just never bought them. So I never <laughs> bought them. When I left home, yeah. I just thought, there are loads of biscuits. I love the Treat yourself. Why would I? I know, but this is the thing. We went over to family friends and they made us cups of tea. As you do. And then she brought out yeah. the hobnobs and I was like, oh, I'll try one. And what did you think? It's like, a, it's just an OT digestive. There's more flavour. Yeah. Yeah. I did That's like it fair. though. Had more sugar. More sugar yeah. than a digestive. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. But if you had to pick one to be discontinued, would you let go of hobnobs or digestives? I'd have to say bye to hobnobs because I don't have a relationship with them like I do with digestives. Okay, that's good. I'm glad we can remain friends <laughs> after this podcast. <laughs> well, thank you for telling me what biscuits you've eaten this week. They sound that's bad. okay. <laughs> I mean, I know I've just concluded about biscuits, but I was going to say I've been eating the LD version of Oreos this week, and they're delicious. Oh. Oreos, I always forget about those, and they are so good. So good. Yeah, and I even like them dipped in milk too. Yeah. Yeah, you d just go back to your childhood, don't you? Yeah. Dipping biscuits in your milk. I also love a, um, a double layer of icing Oreo. Oh. A double, a double stuffed Oreo. So do you take that from another Oreo biscuit or can you buy double No, you can buy double. They're like fat ones. They're like chunky Oreos. They're delicious. Well, I know what I'm doing this weekend. <laughs> Going on the hunt for double iced Oreos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Stay tuned, everyone. <laughs> yeah, I need to know your thoughts. 
We'll yeah, okay. I'll keep you updated. <laughs> okay, so do you have any local businesses you would like to give a shout out to? I'm really boring, but we don't go out much at all. Um, and especially with lockdown, it took us a while to want to go out again because of COVID. But I've not yet been there, but there is a local pizza business that is independent and they've not long started up. So they started up during the first lockdown in their back garden um, here in Lincoln. And they did that as a fundraiser for the NHS, which is really, really cool. Um and then they did that for about four weeks and raised over £2,000 for the NHS. Um, and then I think the guy who owns it got made redundant. Mm. So he um, decided to try and like push that as a business. And originally it was called Weirdos. So it's a pizza-based business, and that is such a cool name. And it's spelt like weird dough with pizza dough. Love things like that. They're so cool. (laughs) Um, And then they started going for that. And then um, they moved into different pubs in Lincoln during the second lockdown just to try and keep the business running. Mm -hmm. And now they they found their own premises and oh, really? opened up a yeah they've opened up like a pizza place and there's also draft beers in there and cocktails so it's really quite vibey um and they rebranded as dough loco which is oh, also really? a good name that is so cool so we've not yet been there but that is on my list to try and I think it's just really special how they turned something so negative in the world into something positive by raising quite a lot of money for the NHS so I think they should be really proud of themselves for sure and I can't wait to see when you go and see all the pictures of the of their products yes because the pizzas look so good there so good so yeah i will definitely be visiting there in the next month or two great um and there's also another pizza-based restaurant called slow rise pizza and that's got a very similar backstory in that they started out in the garden and they've recently also bought a premises so that is another pizza place i need to go and try so I'm basically going to turn into a pizza by Christmas, going around all these pizza places. (laughs) That's okay. I feel the same whenever I go to Santina's, which is my local version of what you just said. Ah, nice. I love them with all my heart. They make my favourite pizza every time I turn up. What is your favourite pizza? Right. So, so we're tired pizza because... And they, they're Italian, so they make their own sauce and stuff. So it's amazing. Nice. Um, and I have a margarita with goat's cheese, black olives, and sometimes basil on the top of that. Mm. And it's delicious. And when me and my mother are sharing, I'll have that on my half, and she will have pepperoni and olives and chilli oil on hers if we don't want a whole pizza each. I love a chilli oil on a pizza. Yeah, it's underrated, isn't it? Yeah, 100%, 100%. I um, I think I'd like your pizza minus the olives. I love goat's cheese, but I always think it needs to be on a pizza. It's great on a pizza if you haven't tried it. Yeah, I feel like that about mozzarella. I feel like mozzarella only belongs on a pizza. Really? Yeah, I had it on on a pasta bake the other day that I made and I topped it with mozzarella and I just feel like it ruined the pasta bake for me. It was still nice, but I just think mozzarella belongs on a pizza. Okay, fair enough. I think mozzarella can go with everything. (laughs) Well, not everything, but lots of things. Yeah, most things. (laughs) Okay, do you have any other shout-outs? No, I think that is it. I need to go exploring more in Lincoln to see what's about. Because I'm sure there's so many independent stores around, so I do need to venture out into the world. <laughs> well, you can keep us updated when you do. Yeah, I might do Brit's tour of Lincoln. <laughs> exactly. Can't wait for that. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, so where can people find you? So they can find me on Instagram at Cook It With Brit. And yeah, that is my only social media account to do with cooking because I just I would not be able to work TikTok. <laughs> I've thought about doing reels on Instagram and the concept blows my mind. I wouldn't even know where to start on doing a reel. So Instagram is the place for me, I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm sure you can do a reel. That's what your that's what your adventure can be on a reel. Yeah. I will go to Do Loco in Lincoln and do my first reel there. Right, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I'll see how it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yes, and as I've said before, the link to Brit's food blog will be in the description. So please go and have a look because it's fab. Thank you so much. Yeah, I was um, talking to another fellow food blogger the other day and we were talking about how amazing lockdown has been for the foodie community because there's been so many newcomers and it's so lovely. Yeah, 100%. Honestly, it's really weird because I feel so much more confident on my cooking page than I do on my personal page. Me too. And I think it's because the foodie community, they're just all so nice. Yeah. 100% yeah and there's no judging like everyone's so friendly and supportive it's brilliant I I started off because my friend had a cooking page and we were just joking around and I was like oh shall I do one in lockdown and she really pushed me to go for it so I was like yeah sure why not and then yeah the page has just grown which is really unexpected and I'm sure you probably feel the same but yeah it's just so lovely and I, I spend more time on my cooking page than I do on my personal page now same but that's been the same for me for years I much prefer looking at food than like random people (laughs) and there's so many good recipes that people post I've got a you know when you save um a picture and you can add it to a folder I've got recipe ideas and there's just so many in there me too forever every day I'm like another one there's another one I'm definitely gonna try that I'm gonna try that (laughs) I'm gonna try that yeah. and, and then I take and then I message people I'm like that looks amazing I need to make that immediately yeah <laughs> it is so good because if you're struggling with what to have for tea that night or even when you're doing your meal plans for like the next week's food shopping it's just so good to go on to the saved items and just even if you had a recipe and then you just added your own style to it or added your own bits it's just yeah so handy yeah yeah, I love food Instagram. It's my favourite place it's to be. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. I'm literally on there all the time now. <laughs> Me too. Um, well, thank you so, so much for coming on the podcast. It's been so lovely to chat to you about all things food. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so fun. And yeah, I can't wait to hear it. Well, thanks again. Bye. Thanks, Jemima. Take care. Bye. How lovely was the episode with Brit? I loved chatting with her about all her food favourites and her food dislikes and her food memories and all of the lovely things she added about controversial food opinions. And as always, I just explained that I am greedy. Um... Anyway, if you would like to find out more about Brit, her name and username on Instagram is cookitwithbrit and it will be linked in the show notes. So if you haven't already checked out her food blog, I totally recommend you do because it's fabulous and I know that you'll enjoy it as much as I do. If you are listening to this episode on the day that it goes live, I want to say happy Halloween to you. Um, I hope you have something lovely planned and that you are getting into the spirit of spooky season. I also wanted to thank you very much for listening to the episode and listening to Butcher Big Podcast Maker. Even if this is your first episode you've listened to thank you so much and if you are a returning listener thank you thank you thank you it means the world to me that people listen to this foodie podcast 
If you would like to hear more podcast episodes, why not subscribe on your current favourite or all-time favourite podcast listening platform, whether that be Apple, Spotify, Google, any of those. I don't know if it's on Amazon, I assume not, but I can check. I know for a fact it's on um, Apple, Spotify and Google Play because the other day I didn't think it was on Google Play and I had a look and it was, so that was very cool. So yes, why not subscribe if you'd like to hear some more episodes of Butcher Baker Podcast Maker. If you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, why not leave a lovely review because that helps people find out about this podcast that might necessarily not know about it. So that would be cool. If you would like to do that, that would be very lovely of you. Thank you. So if you would like to see a bit more of the behind the scenes of Butcher Baker Podcast Maker, why not follow Butcher Baker Podcast Maker on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and TikTok? I always post on Instagram stories, so if you are intrigued about finding out a bit more about the podcast, that's probably the best place to find out. And yes, if you'd like to see a bit more, please have a look at the podcast socials because I make sure that they are up to date every week. I think that is enough chat from me, and I think you might be glad for that. Um, I hope you have a lovely day whilst you're listening to this and after you listen to this. Hope you have a lovely day and that you are having all the good vibes. So you will hear me next week on next week's episode. If you come back for that, that is. Uh, Thank you so much again for listening to Butcher Baker Podcast Maker and I will speak to you soon. So bye! series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy from recipe favorites to biscuit chat.